안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and members of office, 안녕하십니까? Have you watched the uh, True Mother's uh, activity yesterday? She is really such a beautiful woman. You know, we, we had a really longing to see our beautiful True Mother yesterday. International leaders, leaders are so excited to see our True Mother's face. Yeah, it was a very happy time. Uh, today, I'd like to talk about Top Gun training for young leaders from True Mother's Anthology Book 1. So let's in, uh, invite our beautiful Heavenly <clears throat> Honey. Top Gun training for young leaders. A Top Gun training program for second generation leaders is essential in this time. All first generation and second generation educators must unite. We must become one and the tribes, peoples and nations must be united. We are living in an era of equality. No matter what position you may be holding now, your heart should all be ready to unite. True Father worked hard in the United States for 34 years. This was because human civilization throughout the world was influenced by Christianity. In addition, the United States of America was founded based on the devout Christian spirit of the Puritans and the Pilgrim Fathers who emphasized the worship of God. That is why heaven supported them and built them up into a new nation. Today, the United States leads the world despite its short 200-year history. When the pilgrims traveled to America, their ship lacked the technology we possess today. Just traveling across the Atlantic Ocean was a dangerous undertaking. Hence, you can imagine their hearts risking their lives in order to find religious freedom on a new continent. Even though food ran low on board the ship, the pilgrims kept some seeds aside, thinking of the future after they landed. Upon landing, the first thing they did was build a church where they could serve God and a school through which they could educate their descendants. It was only after they finished constructing these that they built their own houses. Heaven regarded their effort as very precious. The United States was supposed to embrace the world, but was falling into decline. Hence, True Father went on a speaking tour of all 50 states in the early days of our church. In his speeches, he said he had come as a doctor because America had fallen sick. He said that America was on fire as it suffered indescribable pain at losing many bright young people to drug abuse, and that he had therefore come as a firefighter. He focused his efforts on saving the United States. Why was True Father trying to save America? It was because he had come as the true parents and had to embrace the world. In addition, the era to welcome the Messiah had been ushered in, but not one country was aware of this. We have to meet the parents whom we have waited for 6,000 years. 
hear their teachings and unite with them. The United States was the nation that was prepared to play an intercessory role for the people of the world. In 1975, True Father dispatched missionaries to the world from three nations, including the United States and Europe, with the majority from Germany and Japan. While dispatching missionaries, Father also chose members to be educated as leaders in the United States. He called them top guns. They were a special group and received rigorous training. Those first top guns are in their 60s or 70s now. Some are even in their 80s. Unfortunately, the foundation of second generation members who should carry on this tradition is weak. That is why I created the Top Gun Training Program. Yes, thank you, Heavenly Honey. True Mother said a Top Gun a training program for second generation leaders is essential in this time, the United States of America was founded based on the devout Christian spirit of the uh, Puritans and the pilgrim fathers who emphasized the uh, worship of God. That's why heaven supported them and built them up into a new nation. Today, the United States leads the world despite its short 2,000-year history. America had to return to its early days, the spirit of the uh, uh, Puritans and Pilgrim Father. And America, having, uh, having been uh, blessed by God, had to embrace the war. True Mother also said that if America only thinks about its own benefit first, the citizen and even young people will lose their vision, become sick, and all die away. Only when young people are instilled with the vision to go out into the world, can America survive. This is something our movement have to begin and send our missionary all across the world, my brothers and sisters. That's why we need to really give the incredible vision Ask to our young people, bless children, really uh, ask them to serve the world and serve the all mankind. If we have that kind of really greatest vision centering on God, I think surely God bless North America, God surely bless our second generation, third generation. They can see clear you know, goal and vision. True Mother said in 1975, True Father dispatched missionary to the world from three nations, including the United States and Europe, with a majority from Germany and Japan, while dispatching missionaries of father also close member to be educated as leaders in the United States. He called them top guns. They were a special group and received rigorous training. Those, those uh, first Top Guns are in, the, in their 60s or 70s now. Some are even their 80s. Unfortunately, the foundation of the second generation members who should carry on this tradition is very weak. That's why I created the Top Gun training program. 
We have to raise our GPA members and American youth to become the leaders who serve the world when North America has a vision for the sake of the world. When we North America have a vision for the world, our North America can truly, truly come to life and great things will happen with the help of God and spiritual war. That's why Bible says that where there's no vision, people perish. What is the America vision? What is the vision of the North America? What is the vision of the, our blessed children and youth people? We need to know that. We are the center of the world. We really put God as a top priority and training, train ourselves thoroughly and send them to the whole world and then loving all mankind as their own brothers and sisters. Everybody have that kind of world vision, the vision for the sake of the world and serving all mankind. Wow, our life is very, very powerful and very much meaningful. That's why ask, you know, all our second generation, third generation, young generation, let them really wake up, you know, not just only inside our blessed children, even outside of the children, let them wake up. What is their mission given by our heavenly parents and true parents? Living divine principle and God's third blessing is the perfection of dominion. Let's study Father's work. Victory's highest honor. Material objects, too, wish to submit to love and want to be possessed through true love. Humanity today desires to become one in front of true love and desires to obey and surrender in front of true love. You must know that obeying love is more illuminating than the greatest victory. Do you understand? Obeying in front of real love is more beautiful than winning victory's highest honor. Why is this so? Because it can subjugate the subject of love. It does not matter whether you are high or low. Yes, a very beautiful word. In the face of true love, both God and the entire universe are absolutely obedient. In the world of true love, high or low, uh, status do not matter. They want each other to obey and be possessed by the other with joy. When I receive the blessing, my own personal testimony, when I receive the blessing and love my wife and love my grandchildren, seeing that a, a desire to obey them with joy and a desire to be possessed by them naturally wells up. I experience how great true love, true love is. In this sense, both material objects and, uh, and human beings in this world wish to submit to true love and want to be possessed through true love. Even if God is a great king who created the universe, his original desire to be possessed in front of the true love of man. In that sense, you know, to become true owner of, uh, owners before all things, we must possess a true love that enable all things to be possessed by humans. So the Father said that you must know that obeying love is more illuminating than the 
creators of victory. So you got to create, create victory. Okay, you can have maybe some certain, a certain a satisfaction, but create victory for what? Which, which world is the greatest world? That world is a world of true love, more than world of victory. Obeying in front of a real love, that is true love, is more beautiful than winning victorious, a victorious highest honor. Next content. If you move with a loving heart, economic problems will naturally be resolved. If you struggle through a difficult economic base and take a heart of living for the others, loving others from the lowest position, then economic problems will naturally be resolved. Do not worry about food. Do you understand? You do not need to worry about your sons and daughters. Heaven will provide you the food. If that is not the case, the object partner will go to ruin. You all take tithing from the position of priest in order to eat and live, don't you? You lived like that. Members have to give not only tithing, but you must be ready to give everything. Yes, the father said if you str struggle through a difficult econo economic base and take a hard of living for the sake of others, loving others from the lowest position, then economic problems will naturally be resolved. This is because where there is a love, material objects follow like a magnet. Therefore, before worrying about economic problems, I am asking you to reflect on how much you have become a person of true love. True Father said, do not worry about your children's economic problems. Heaven will provide you the food. Why am I concerned about heaven's concerns? Why you worry about the God's portion of responsibility? You need to worry your own portion of responsibility. If I do God's will, the rest, God will be responsible for me. Just worry about how you will live for the sake of God's will. Just worry first about how to give to others first. If we put God as a top priority, we put God's will as a top priority, and the rest, God surely help me. God surely will be responsible for that. We truly need to really believe in that and practice it. When I practice it, it is really amazing. Incredible blessing come. First of all, I get up from stress, you know, I don't have anything, I don't have any position, you know, or sometimes I worry about the children's future or the financial situation. But since I believe in Father's word and Jesus' word, I completely liberated from there. My brothers and sisters, really let's unite with the true parents' word. Uh, today's youth ministry, the reason why the fire of the motif when I was first resurrected, uh, go out. So let's invite again, Heavenly Honey. The reason why the fire of the motive when I was first resurrected goes out. When does the fire of my first motive when I was first resurrected go out? 
Since our lives are connected to our past lives, we become consumed with lingering attachments and have regrets and obsessions about the past. So we cannot move forward. Past habits, past blood lineage, and my past self always tries to bother me and trying to live with new values centered on the word. There will be temptations such as, can't I just follow while continuing my habits I've had until now, instead of trying to change myself anew? You will be dragged by temptations. Rather than believing in the word and going out anew, I'll take care of the problems of what to eat, drink, and wear, and then I will believe. Most believers must make their motives of faith as their first commandment and say, first, believe. All time and all external circumstances are secondary. First, let's just believe. However, this is not the case. When I make my physical circumstances and wishes my first commandment and then believe afterwards, that's when problems arise. That is why my mind and body fight and brings up the problem of how to win. There are many believers who failed in that first fight. Through miracles and signs, the Israelites cheered and left with Moses. But since they became hungry, thirsty, and went through hardships, thoughts of, there must be water, we must eat and go on entered their minds and going to Canaan became their second commandment. Then they even began to think, let's catch quail. I want lamb meat. So let's at least catch snakes in the wilderness and eat it. So a fiery serpent was sent among the people to bite them. And many of the people died. Even we today, put more importance on eating and living well and prioritize it. So there are many experiences of being consumed by worldly temptations. First, we must overcome such things. In all things, believing is the first commandment. And my entire life is the life of faith, the life of true parents and the life of true parents' wishes and circumstances. The whole sleeping Waking up, eating, and coming and going is about living in the realm of true parents' commandment. Only then can you overcome. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Let's uh, uh, explain more details. The reason why the fire of the motif when I was first resurrected and go out. The first one, this is because I am controlled by the reality of what to eat, drink, and wear, or rather than faith in God. This is because I always think of the reality as greater than faith. The problem is losing my first love because reality is my first commandment, and faith is my second commandment. This is because I make my physical circumstance and which is my first commandment, but faith to, faith to believe in God's word as the second commandment. What do you think about it? 
why we lost the fire of the motive when you join church why you lost the, the fire of the motive because you put your reality as a top priority more than faith that's the problem why israel uh, israel people lost their first motive you know uh, they are so excited to get out from the egypt you can they can see so much miracles and they can really get out from the egypt and then finally can enter canaan but on the way very hungry no no water no food no meat everybody is start to complain right they do not believe in god god he can solve the problems but they don't have a faith they put their own reality, what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, as the first commandment. The faith should be first commandment. Believe in God, follow God, attend God, serve God, should be first commandment. Why lost our faith? And why we lost the fire of the motive? First love. Because we put reality more than faith. That's why our faith becomes second commandment. And my all physical circumstances is become my first commandment. If if first commandment and, and the second commandment is upside down, then you start to have confusing. And then become you, you will lose your faith. And you are controlled by the reality all the time. What do you think? Your reality is bigger than faith? Or your faith is greater than, you know, any kind of material desires? Very important, my brothers and sisters. Do you have a faith? If you have a faith, then you can overcome any reality. You cannot overcome reality influenced by environment, influenced what to eat, what to drink, what to wear, how to get the house, how can make money, how can I get a better job, more than faith. Then you will gradually losing and losing and losing your first love, the fire of the motive. Am I correct, my brothers and sisters? This is because of past habit and past blood lineage and past fallen nature bother me. Fallen man is always have the own habit, fallen habit, fallen blood lineage. Easy to complain, easy to compromise, easy to relate to the about the, or the reality. You know, these kind of things really, you know, bother you so much, right? This is because I am dominated by the present reality rather than believing the world and trying to take on a new challenge. That's why, even though you are so you are, even though so you are inspired by God's word, and then you join church, and then you lost, and then again you come back after hearing morning devotion. Yeah, right, right. I need to reflect on that. However, when you relate to your reality, go back again past the habit, past the blood lineage, 
pastor for the nature. Go back again. You know, our life of faith needs to have a challenge because God is alive. God is a substantial reality, my brothers and sisters. Many people think that God is an invisible God. That's why they are more focused on they can see something. Which one is more substantial reality? This is because God's word and motive of faith cannot be the first commandment. What is your first commandment? Faith or reality? What is your first commandment? Your commandment, you know, uh, not faith first, and your reality first, then your entire life suffering and suffering and suffering and struggling and struggling. You cannot find God. You cannot feel God. We need to understand about that. So then, how to get over the fire of the motive I first resurrected from going out? Number one, in all things, I need to put faith in God as the first commandment. God is my first commandment. No matter what, in any trial, in all, in any ordeal, and in any situation, God is number one to me. God is not just a conceptual God. God is a number one reality. So substantial, so real. That's why you need to put God as the first commandment. Faith is an overcoming and challenge. So how to overcome the reality? Father said faith is an overcoming. Whenever you deal with the reality, you can overcome. Why? Why? Because God is alive. God is a living God. He is my father. I am son of God. God is my sponsor. That's why when I take care of the God's, you know, uh, God's wishes, He is the one who can take care of them, my necessary things, my brothers and sisters. That's why Father said, faith is an overcoming. Nothing impossible in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of true parents. That's why faith is an overcoming and then continuously challenging. Even though trial comes, more higher goal, more higher vision, need to challenge and then overcome. Challenge and overcome. How to overcome? If God is dead, spiritual world does not exist. Then no, need, no meaning about talking about overcoming. However, you need to believe in it. God is living God. Are you? I need to live a life of faith that challenges me with faith. That's why life of faith is challenging. And then overcome another level and then challenge another world and overcome and then challenging again. 
and then going through the formation stage, growth stage, and completion stage. Finally, we need to need to reach the completion stage and then need to become the man of true love, need to become the couple of the true love, need to become of the true parent of true love. Need to challenge, keep going. Even though no matter persecution come, no matter any difficulty come, life of faith is overcoming and challenging, overcoming and challenging, overcoming and challenging, my brothers and sisters. My entire life should be the life of faith, the life of true parents, and the life of true parents' wishes and circumstances. The, the whole sleeping, waking, waking up, eating and coming and going should be the life in the realm of true parents' commandment. That's why we need to put God and true parents as the first commandment. As long as you put God and true parents as the first commandment, I am telling you, your life will be very much exciting. Always grateful, even though you know, to deal with the reality sometimes not easy, but always you feel God's existence. God, help me. Wow. Heavenly Father, you are my God. You are my Savior. True parents, thank you. Thank you, true parents. We can have that kind of beautiful living testimony, my brothers and sisters. A living testimony, uh, Today, uh, someone going to uh, give a testimony. So let's, let's take the time to hear a living testimony of his witnessing through uh, Hitoe uh, Hiraki Takayo's older sister. She has uh, three active spiritual children. Let's welcome her. Thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. Kamsamira. Hello, everyone. Um, yes, thank you, Dr. Young, for uh, that wonderful um, yes morning devotion. And uh, yes, like Dr. Young mentioned, uh, my name is Hitoe Hiraki, and I am Takayo's sister. And uh, yes, today I would like to share uh, my personal witnessing experiences and my personal witnessing testimony. Um, yes, I started. Uh, witnessing in a uh, in 2013, uh, right after I came home uh, from one year of GPA, and I started uh, community college um, at Pasadena City College, and at that time, um, I had a very uh, kind of low knowledge about witnessing. I had um, no concept of witnessing, uh, but I felt. Um, how valuable it is for um, heavenly parent and for true mother especially. Um, and actually, uh, my year of GPA was the year of true father's ascension. And uh, during one of uh, true mother's speech at that time, um, uh, yes, she seemed very sad and she didn't have a smile on her face and um yeah true mother at that time spoke uh, a lot about witnessing and i thought maybe uh, it would make true mother happy uh, if i answered her call 
and started witnessing uh, for your mother. And so that was kind of uh, my, um, yes. And still now today, uh, my biggest motivation uh, that I started and still continuing to witness um, today. Uh, and so, yeah, I came back uh, home after one year of GPA and started witnessing with uh, my mom uh, at Pasadena City College. And uh, yes, I learned so much um, and grew so much through witnessing. And uh, through witnessing God, I think I felt God was training myself and training me to grow my heart of love um, towards uh, his people and towards his children. And this was kind of how um, I understood so much about God's parental heart more deeply. And um, yes, I want to share uh, a picture. So this is kind of um, some of the pictures of uh, my spiritual children. And uh, actually, uh, the bottom two are um, a friend of one of my spiritual children, uh, which is Ivan. And um, Ivan was very uh, inspired by Carp's uh, vision and by also the divine principle, one-on-one um, uh, -on -one divine principle reading and studying God's words through divine principle. He felt very inspired and it was a life-changing experience for him. So he wanted to, um, wanted his friends and his classmate to experience the same kind of life-changing uh, turning point experience. So he invited uh, two of his classmates and two of his friends uh, to CARP, and they are still studying uh, the divine principle together with us. Um, and uh, yeah, so God uh, trained uh, me how to give parental love to um, uh, these spiritual children of mine and not only um, my own spiritual children but also uh, towards other uh, guests as well so um, yeah before pandemic actually there were many uh, visitors who came to uh, my house to spend time and eat din eat dinner together with us um, and together with my own family and for those who have uh, been to my house, um, you will understand and you'll know, but my house is actually very small and not too big for many people to fit in. Uh, but many guests, guests would come and um, they would uh, treat my house like it's like their home and we would always have dinner together. And I remember, um, oftentimes preparing dinner with my sisters and with my mom for all these guests who uh, would visit and come to my house. And um, yeah, some of these guests um, also feel felt really grateful for the amount of love and for the amount of service and um, uh, that they received from us. So uh, they would oftentimes um, celebrate our birthdays uh, with a birthday cake and they would come visit my house as well to celebrate our birthdays together with us 
And we would also oftentimes go to um, a restaurant and eat out together um, and spend time like a family, like a real family together. And uh, yes, witnessing is, um, yeah, it's not always a smooth growing process. And I faced uh, many challenges and I want to share one of the biggest challenge and that I faced and one of the biggest turning point of my witnessing experience. And so this particular person was my very first spirit, spiritual uh, child. Um, his name is Abraham Lamb. And um, yeah, actually he was uh, my high school friend and he uh, actually grew up in a family where um, he didn't receive a lot of love from his parents, from his family members. And uh, he felt the sense of lack of love. Um, at that time, I didn't really uh, know so much about his family situation. Um, but uh, yeah, oftentimes he would uh, call me and uh, talk a lot um, on the phone. And um, I struggled so much um, to uh, love this person. And um, I struggled so much to show care for him. And um, many times there were uh, yeah, times that I felt um, uh, very kind of overwhelmed with all the uh, talking and all the listening that I had to do. And um, he would oftentimes talk about um, and uh, kind of share his pain um, that he felt uh, the way how his brother treated him before or of the way how his mother treated him. And um, I didn't know uh, the pain that he was experiencing at the time. Um, but uh, through, I guess, the struggle, I was struggling so much to a point where um, I broke down into tears and um, where, uh, yeah, I had struggled with breathing, breathing a little bit. Um, but that was the time when I uh, realized uh, through talking to my mom and through um, offering lots of uh, prayers and conditions for, uh, for him, I realized that he was actually um, conveying and expressing uh, the pain um, that he was uh, experiencing from the way he was treated by his family members. And um, I realized that I'm in a position where um, I have to uh, show uh, God's parental heart and God's parental love um, to these people these individuals so um uh yeah as a way of um showing um how much god uh, truly loves him and how much god truly cares for him um i uh, handmade a bookmark um for him um, with the picture of true parents and also with the uh, quote from true father and um he, when he received it, he was really happy and really grateful uh, that he, uh, that I made this bookmark for him. And so to this day, he still uses uh, this bookmark and he still keeps it as his treasure. 
Um, and so, uh, yeah, although uh, we face uh, so many challenges and so many um, difficulties through uh, witnessing and um, when raising up uh, spiritual children, but I really believe that witnessing is also very rewarding. And uh, through these struggles and uh, through these challenges, um, we can uh, grow and um, once we overcome and uh, break through, uh, we can grow our hearts and uh, we can also understand uh, God's parental heart and uh, more and more more deeply. And I, I feel like we can also ultimately support uh, True Mother's uh, vision uh, that she is that she has for the North-South uh, unity. And um, yeah, and through witnessing, bring back uh, that big smile on uh, your mother's face. And uh, that has still been my motivation, one of my biggest motivation to uh, that I started witnessing and that I'm still continuing to witness to this day. And uh, yes, I really want to uh, still uh, continue uh, to witness and uh, break through with uh, three more uh, spiritual children. So uh, that was kind of, um, yes, my brief uh, testimony and experience uh, of witnessing. Thank you so much again.